Welcome to the Shoot Two Scores podcast, episode number six. I'm Kevin. I'm Josh. And we're going to, I guess, start this out. Uh, you want, we're talking about our NHL game we played. Uh, before today, or today, obviously, before the podcast, we do a game each episode, or each, uh, each day we record. I went ahead and dominated today, which, if anyone's keeping track, which I'm sure you all are, even as a score up 2-2 on me and Josh. That was a bunch of bullshit, let me tell you what, man. My controller just ran out of batteries or something. Uh, yeah, it was fully charged. Um, what happened was, he was the Kings, his his favorite team, his home team. Uh, well, actually, he was away, but it's, it's his team, you know. And I was the Leafs again. This is all random, by the way. Random choosing, three times. So, Josh, Josh got seven goals on me. Uh, a couple in the third, because I really just didn't give a crap anymore, because I finished... With 16 goals, so who really cares when you're up 14 to 5? Does that really matter? No, it really doesn't, but I came yeah. ahead. We both got a few more goals at the very end of the period. Yeah, enjoy it, man. Next week's going to be a different story. Some bitch. Yeah. <laughs> probably. I'll, I'll probably score another 15 or something on you. I don't know. I mean, it was Jonathan Quick, man. So about six years ago, you wouldn't have been able to score a goal on him, but right now... He's uh, he's wide open for business, let's say. He's like a Gallus in Bordello, you know? I mean, we can all look at the past if we want to. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm moving ahead to right now, 2020, where the Stars are in the Stanley Cup final. First time in 21 years. Or no, uh, first time in 20 years. But 20 years, yeah. We won the Cup 21 years ago. Went back next year. So, uh... But before, before we get into that, I guess we're going to play you a little clip... Yeah, some bragging rights for for me over here. Uh, little little of our uh, predictions going all the way back to Shoot Two Scores episode one, uh, breaking down the conference finals. Just uh, Kevin's uh, spouting off all a fountain of knowledge at us. So let's go ahead and uh, all right, you know what? <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and call this uh, this little segment here. Uh, what Kevin got wrong? <laughs> uh, let's let's play it back. Let's play it back. Let's hear uh, who Kevin thought the stars would be playing against. And, and so, carry on with this segment. It's, it's going to be a few things I got wrong. I got a few things to amend for previous episodes because apparently I'm an idiot. Um, but here we go. Here's a little clip from episode one. I don't know. This series is going to be tough for me. I, I am rooting for the Islanders, but I don't know if I see them winning this one. All right. Well, I, uh, I'm going to predict that the Islanders win in seven games. Islanders in seven? I say Islanders in seven. I'm gonna go Tampa in six. Oh. Boom! And uh, what the <laughs> yeah. called it. Called it to the game. Yeah, to the game. And I and I wanna I wanna amend what I said last episode. I wanna say uh I said Tampa and something or other, I don't care. Uh did man, I have lots of reasons why I'm gonna do this. I'm I'm gonna say stars in five. For, uh, You're gonna copy my pick? No, you said six. I said five. Fine, I'll we say. Need to run another clip. Fine, right? I'll say six. We're not doing more running back. I'm usually wrong, so I will say. Uh, fine, I'll say six. You know what? I'll get. I'll, damn it, six. Whatever. So you're switching after game one. I am flip flopping. Yeah. Flip flopping, huh? Like you're from California, wearing flip flops in winter. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> uh, the, the last two games I watched of Tampa when they went to overtime. That was a double overtime, then overtime. I was talking to Josh, and I was like, man, you know what? I kind of really hate saying what I said earlier. I Now I want to go back and say stars 
and six or five or whatever. Probably six, but I thought he said six, so I wouldn't say five. But he said, apparently he said five, so now I'm going to say six. Man, maybe I honeypotted you with all my Tampa facts over the last couple of weeks. I guess, man. I, <laughs> I got Tampa on your brain. I really, really fed into everything. And I mean, okay, so here's a question I want to ask you. Would what? you would you rather have the best goaltender in general or a really hot goalie right now? Oh, hot goalie in the playoffs. Hot goalie all the way. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's what we got right now in uh, Hugh Dobin, Anton Hugh Dobin. There you go, Mister. We won't. We're not going home. We're not going home. Not going home. Uh, but yeah, let's uh let's get into the series. Uh, Stars had four days off coming into game one. Yeah, it wasn't really four. I thought, yeah, it was four, huh? Yeah. All right. We gotta play another clip. No, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, oh crap! Hold on. While we're still doing what Kevin got wrong. All oh, right. Yeah, I'm still doing what Kevin got wrong before we get in the series. Uh, I made a comment. I don't, I don't know what episode it was because it doesn't matter. I talked about Pacioretty being uh, overrated and all that stuff, and how he how he came from. Uh, Montreal to the Coyotes, and I was thinking of Galchenyuk, Alex Galchenyuk. So oh, yeah. It's just another guy I don't care about. Uh, Pacioretty is obviously way better than Galchenyuk, but I just didn't care about him. Either one of them, to be honest with you. To be, to be from a Canadian team, you got to be an absolute stud to make Americans care about you, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a crap. <laughs> Galchenyuk is just complete, always underperforming. Uh, that's what I got there. Uh, I don't know. I probably have more stuff that I'm wrong about, but well, we can figure all that out later. Uh, coming up later on in this, I want to talk about. Uh, I was reading a little thing. Somebody on a star site was complaining about. Can we can we sign uh, Miro Heiskanen? What's going to happen? Because we have to we got to re-sign all these players. Bob. Okay, we'll get into that, but just don't worry, guys. I have. All this planned out. Alright. So now let's hop into game one. What happened in game one? Well, I first want to start out saying that the night Tampa Bay clinched game six, as I previously predicted, you know, Cleopatra over here. But. <laughs> Cleopatra? <laughs> yeah, whoever that. You remember that lady? Miss Cleo? Yeah, Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo, yeah. Cleopatra yeah. was a fucking. Uh, what? Princess or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she is famous for banging Romans in Egypt. Man. Yeah, and she died but, by a snake or something. Yeah, like ass in her bed. And who know. knows? But anyway, she's a fun Halloween costume. I'll just say that. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> not <a story laughs> I, don't, I don't care. I had a blast dressing up as her. Yeah, but you look pretty good. About three in the morning after Tampa Bay clinched it, my phone started blowing up. So I want to give a little shout out to my buddy Mike, Tampa Bay Lightning fan. Uh, I hate I hate to break it to you, buddy, but the Stars are going to win, as I previously predicted. Don't mess with Miss Cleopatra. <laughs> oh, all right. So going into game one, though, on all seriousness, uh, Stars had four days off. Tampa only had one day off, uh, and I kind of wanted to. I kind of saw a lot of similarities in the in in kind of like what Tampa did to the New York Islanders in game one. Like I felt like Tampa was just low energy, and I was thinking like, okay, is this going to be Dallas's eight to two game or? Yeah, Dallas clearly has more rest. You can tell from the beginning of the puck drop. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like I, like I said earlier, Tampa had a double overtime, had a day off, then went to overtime again. Yeah. Then had a day off, and then they had to play the Stars. So uh, I was 
Dude, the Stars are going to take the first couple games just to, you know, really solidify, have, have a really good chance at this and not to worry so much. Especially with Kudobin, or, fuck, Kudobin playing as well as he is. God, that guy, I think he... Okay. I heard Barry Melrose calling Kudobin, too. I was like, God, dude, you're a professional. <laughs> Man, look, there's so many hockey players... Okay, there's so many hockey podcasts and just professionals that call everyone by the wrong names. Yeah. Because there's... Names from all over the world. When you can tell who's not on a national level as far as like teams that people watch. And Dallas is definitely Dallas, not one of Yeah, them. Dallas is definitely one of those ones that a lot of people are like, really, Dallas? Uh, and you know how hockey doesn't belong in the South? Because uh, Tampa, pretty southern team, and Dallas, pretty southern team. They're both in the Stanley Cup Finals. Now we don't belong in the... Yeah. We don't belong in hockey. Can't do a winter classic in Los Angeles or Dallas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we have... We've done well, we've done it, right? All right, all right. All right. Ice is not that hard to figure out, I guess. <laughs> it's got to be colder than water. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, man, I, so I saw some guy on the Stars fan page. He posted a picture because they're selling these clear cups. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, if you buy this puck, we'll put ice from the Stanley Cup ice in there. Oh, I saw, I saw that. Uh, I commented on this guy's thing. I was like, what are you going to do? Keep it in the freezer? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he goes, God, <laughs> put water in there. Put, no, put the frozen ice in there. <laughs> or put the, put the mel melted ice. Melted ice. Like, oh, you mean water? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ten bucks says that shit's from a fucking sparkless bottle. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no one's going to be out there going, we can sell this. Yeah. Like, no one gives a crap. Who's selling that? Dude, video, video, uh... Yeah, put me on Zoom when you put my ice in the puck, man. Yeah, there we go. And, and even then, what the hell are we going to do with that? I just say you had it from a, an arena. What is this, water boy? This is ice from Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> God, I forgot about that. <laughs> it, like, saves him at the end of the, the glacier or What is this guy going to be in his fucking adult men's beers league? And be like, oh, give me the puck from the Stanley Cup. <laughs> I need to drink the water. <laughs> just drink it at the end. Wow, there's blood in this. Oh, yeah. That's what I want. I want blood from the Stanley uh, Cup. Is that Pat Maroon's tooth? <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Patty Maroon, uh, he got ejected that game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, just fuck the first period, huh? Let's go to the second. No, well, I, mean, I mean, I just want to, you know, yeah. got brought up. We well, we're going to bring him up. Yeah, yeah so uh, well, well, we got that on there. Kind of funny. He got ejected. There was no... No power play going on after that. I mean, it happened after the whistle. That's kind of weird, yeah. I mean, it but was after the whistle, and it's not football, so. But still, I mean, yeah, yeah. two people fight after the whistle, you you get something out of that, right? Yeah, usually. Don't you usually? You get a four-on-four, four or I guess I get, so you get five-on-five five people. But, I mean, two people fighting, I don't know. I don't know, whatever. I don't get, honestly, that's that's one of the rules I'm not 100% on. Yeah. Uh, why you can still have five on five sometimes with someone in the box, and then you, or some, other times it goes to four on four. Hmm. I'm still not 100 on that. Just like some of the face off rules, I mean, they're, yeah. they're just ridiculous. Why you kick someone out for what appears to be no reason? Sounds like some uh, some content for uh, Kevin's corner in the future. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, starting off in the game, you know, clear domination by Dallas. Uh, why don't you break us through that first goal there, Kevin? <clears throat> Alright, I guess I can probably do something with that. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, so, you brought it to my attention, because I actually missed the first goal while watching at home. Ah, okay. Yeah, because uh, uh, the golf was on. And, you want me to break down? If you, you get, if you want to, I, yeah. You get it? Alright, so the first goal, 
Kivirante comes down and he lays a big hit on uh, Braden Point, right? Oh boy. Uh, it's in the left side of the ice. Uh, big, big, hit, big hit on the corner. It was it was fractions away from being a, a boarding penalty, let's be honest. It was a big, dirty hit. Point went down really hard, and it grabbed the attention of pretty much everybody on Tampa. They started skating towards Kivirante, which left Miro Heiskin, or sorry, sorry, I got that wrong. It left uh, Rope Hintz. Uh, alone behind behind the net with the puck, and he saw uh, Joel Hanley coming in, fed fed the puck to him, and he put a sweet fucking wrister. Uh, I believe it was blocker side high. Uh, I believe it was as well. Uh, yeah, nice shot from a defenseman, man. Yeah. Nice, nice vision from Rope. It was, and that puts me up to a little stat I saw earlier. Stars are leading uh, defensemen in points. Yeah, uh, and for goals, the. Right? Uh, let's see, what does this say? Hold on. Uh, no. Okay. All right. So, oh, crap, I have this. Okay. <laughs> uh, Stars defensemen have scored 15 goals in the playoffs and lead the NHL in defensive points, which is 58 points. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> that was Han- that was Hanley's first uh, career playoff goal, by the way. It sure was. Stanley Cup final, how about that? Yeah. So, Hanley, I think he's... 29, I got this written down somewhere in here. <laughs> That's a different paper. Hanley. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, they're going into uh, 29. 29 years old. Nailed, Nailed it. it. Got it right. God. Bob Towns got something right. <laughs> Tired of Pull having that clip, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Tired of having Kevin's wrong corner. <laughs> what else can Kevin get wrong this week? Oh, God. So one nothing. Uh, I was feeling pretty good after this goal. Honestly, I was like, "All right, this is a depth line score." You know, our probably our sixth defenseman. Let's be honest. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the only one that hasn't scored uh, in the playoffs was Stephen Johns, who went out. I think first game, and then maybe second game, it was something like that. And then Sekera definitely has a score. But I know, I think he's got a point, but he doesn't have or points. I don't know, but I know he doesn't have a goal. Yeah. Uh, going on to... Uh, Shit, does Lindell have a goal? I don't know. I don't think so. Hopefully it up. Uh, I, think, I think he has a goal in the playoffs. That's all I was getting at, his yeah. playoffs. I think uh, he had that muscle move, right, where he, they kept hitting him. Uh, I, I think it was against Calgary. The last time he scored. I think, they I, hit him at center ice, and he buried through two guys and drove it in. I think remember, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a stud move. That really was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so so far I guess Sekiro is the only one that scored. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah, uh, Yanni Gord would go on to tie it up about eight minutes later. Uh, he would get assisted from uh, Coleman and Goudreau. This was a garbage goal. goal. This, uh, I mean, technically it's a goal and it counts, but it was I no fault of Hudobin on this one. Uh, yeah, he there, man. I and I it sucks that he kind of he would have had a shutout if it wasn't for this. It was just a, a quick little bounce off a of gourd, and then it hit Heinz's foot. Yeah, and then, and then right past, right past Kudobin, Kudobin, whatever. I'm gonna keep saying Kudobin because I'm tired of doing that. Right past him, uh, there was there was really no no real way with all that deflectionism. That's my razorism word, deflectionism. Yeah. I mean, I, I was pretty pissed about this goal because I was I was really proud of Rope for that sweet Joe Sackick like pass from behind the net. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "All oh, right, here's Heinz," you know. And then and then it goes off a skate. I was like, "Oh, Kevin's gonna be like, ah, fuck, fuck Rope Heinz." <laughs> <laughs> Just let out this game. He's still hurt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
No, I, I really wasn't that. I wasn't that upset about it. It just, it just sucked that it happened. It was a, it was a garbage goal. It was a shitty goal. And and, and, uh, and honestly, that's the only, that's the only way I can really see Tampa scoring right now is you got to get those garbage goals and try to try to get Hudobin uh, off his off his game, but. I don't see that happening. The guy's just calm and collected right now. He's just Which, who would have thought we'd be saying that against the powerhouse that Tampa Bay is? You know, Kevin had them predicted to win in six. I think. Haven't proven wrong yet. Let's go, Stars. Uh, moving along, Jamie Alexiak. Jamie Alexiak again. Uh, the offensive defenseman all of a sudden. <laughs> right? Going back to his college days. Yeah, he was, he was your stay-at-home guy for a long time. Uh, he's your, he your muscle-bound fella. A little uh, little background. Uh, both these teams have someone nicknamed the Big Rig. Uh, uh, Jamie Alexiak's a lot bigger than Pat Maroon. <laughs> I he, think he's got 50 pounds on him. Yeah, Alexiak, I know, is 6'7". 265, something like that. Is he? Is yeah. he 265 now? 265, 255, something like that. And Pat Maroon's like 6'2", 220. So, yeah, when I when I met Alexiak, <laughs> I looked like just a little kid sitting next to him. I didn't even <laughs> go through his shoulder, you know, and I'm 5'7". Like, I'm just sitting here like, hey, hey, little guy, <laughs> what are we going to do here? He's just like, shut up, little kid. Did you go Give to him, him like, Papa? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I met him and Devin Shore a few years ago. Yeah. And uh, it was... It's crazy standing next to them, you know. They're they're pretty cool. They're real nice, but was that at the zoo? Or... No, it was at oh. Six Flags. Oh, okay. Uh... <laughs> anyway, what are you giggling about? What's <laughs> so funny about that? That's what the, that's what the meeting. Did you go to the zoo or something? I went to the zoo this year. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. To, uh, go meet them. Or you meet the Velsky there, right? No, I went. I went to go in line with Velsky, but the line was too long. Couldn't do it. Oh, again. okay. Yeah, sucked. Um, but yeah, Alexiak coming in, uh, I typed up, coming in like a friggin' big group, gets his own rebound, <laughs> he, he shoots a puck on his, on his, uh, <laughs> diving defenseman, gets his own rebound, flips it up over Vasilevsky, stars go up 2-1. Yeah, that was nice, uh, just right in the corner there, it was, uh, it was really pretty, quick little cow. Yeah. I like it. Nice little flipper from the defenseman, you know, these guys can do more. Than just uh, hard one-timers. Little, little curved Alexia stick in there, huh? Yeah, it's kind of weird seeing us having, like, skilled defensemen, you know? It's pretty nice. Pretty I nice. Love it. Love it. Uh, Rads and Heisman will get assists on that goal. I said earlier in a previous episode, here's one that I got wrong, that uh, Mira was held from the score sheet in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, Heiskanen actually got one assist in Game 3, so there's something I was wrong on. Okay. Uh, I just knew his, sto- his scoring came to a, a, an abrupt halt. Yeah, <laughs> I, I knew he didn't get a goal, but I, yeah. Yeah, he got one assist. I'm not surprised he got an assist. Finals. So, one. I'm surprised he only got one, honestly. Yeah. I mean, coming from that guy. But he he got an assist in Game 1, so maybe he's back on track here. Yeah. Uh, well, hell, it like everyone got an assist that game. You know? That's something I was going to get into a, a, a little bit later. Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's two more goals we got to talk about, Kevin. All right. You uh, yeah, I'll knock out the next one. Uh, <clears throat> 28 seconds left in the period. Third or second period. Excuse me. Second period. 28 seconds left. Uh, Kipper, Kipperante. Oh, crap. That's another thing. I kept saying Kiravante a couple, uh, last episode. Yeah. That was uh, due to alcohol. Kira Vontae? Who the fuck is that? Uh, 
It's Kiviranté, right? It's Kiviranté. But Kiravante is a guy that I was making up in my head that's a lot like this guy. Mm. And plays a lot like him, too, believe it or not. <laughs> but Kiviranté... Just Ron- a little bit sexier. That's how I like my hockey players. He's <laughs> my neighborhood corndog delivery man. God. <laughs> Anyways, Kiviranté... Uh, he takes a shot, grabs his own rebound, puts a pass Vasilevsky. Super pretty. It was nice. There we go. 28, 28 seconds left, right? Yeah. yeah. Lindell yeah. Klingberg get assists on that goal. Yeah, that came down from uh, Art. From it, dude, it was so crazy. It happened like fifteen seconds, maybe. Uh, Klingberg passed down from behind the net, or was drove from behind the net, passed up to I guess Lindell. Yeah. And then over to Kivarante. Another get your own rebound goal though, right? Yeah, exactly. Dude. Another one. These and guys are fighting. That's no man. Here's something I want to bring up real quick. Yeah. <clears throat> you don't see a lot of a lot of rebounds after uh, from Hugh Dobin. No. The dude, the dude either launches them back out or holds on to it. Yeah, he locks them up. Yeah, and that's that's critical, man. I don't care how many guys you got in front of the net. If you can't get a rebound, there's nothing you can do about it. There's no secondary shot. Yeah, even even on the goal that Tampa would score in this game, Hudobin made the right move and tried to nail, nail it towards the corner. Yeah, it was just there's a lot of congestion in front of yeah. the net, right, right around the net. That was all that was. And then uh then you know, third period. Yeah. Obviously it's three to one. Bolts pull Vasilevsky and Jason Dickinson with an empty net goal. Yeah, he'd score from about center ice on that side. That was a hard shot too. <laughs> it was. And man, Puts the game away, and it, it's his first goal of the playoffs. And uh, be assisted by Como and Yanmark, which will kind of bring me to my next point here. So, start, obviously, starts going to win 4-1, to one, uh, take game one. Yeah! Uh, three more to go. Uh, but Hey, that's one more. That's one less than uh, those jerks in Tampa got. Yes, sir. I would like to say that... 11 Stars players would get points in this game. Nice. Everybody, every goal had different people getting assists. Uh, four different people scoring goals. It was pretty nice. So. Yeah, it's good to see the diversity. It's not just what you kind of expect from, like, Jamie Ben getting a goal, which he didn't get one this time. But, yeah. you know, we, we got a few more games left. He's bound to get another one because the guy has been on fire lately. Two defensemen, two offensemen. I'll take it, man. I like it. Those are those are uh, four goals that were pretty nice. Yeah, and after those first two goals, you know, from Hanley and Alexiak, I was sitting here going, "God, look, I love I love the goals from our defensemen, but can our our wingers or somebody just do something, please, <laughs> get us some freaking goals?" You know, it, you know, it's just me being kind of greedy, and you want to see some diversity in this, but I'm, yeah. I'm definitely not hating on our our defensemen getting goals at all. I just, you know, you want to see the guys getting paid for it. Bury it, bury the puck a little bit, but yeah, hell, I mean, it, it, it's hard to argue when your your back guys are making all the plays. I mean, this goes back to to last week's episode when we talked about the stars, how evenly just distributed uh, the ice time was. Mm-hmm. The stars are really playing all four lines, all three three defensive lines. Everybody's out there contributing. It's a complete team, man. Uh, the stars would uh, get all three stars. Uh, Hudobin, obviously, we get the first star, 35 saves, 972 save percentage. Uh, Alexiak would get the second star with the game winner, and Hanley would get the third star 
And he would also get the star's necklace in the locker room and passed on to him from Dobie. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have been following that on Twitter, but it, you know, after every game, they pass along the necklace for the MVP of the game. Yeah, I've been doing that for a bit. Yeah. That's good stuff. Uh, what's crazy about the star's shooting percentage, you see this, how high it was? 20%. Damn. The stars scored 20% of their goals. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, uh, man, I think I took a screenshot. I might unload my phone and check it out, but I, it was, I think, going in the third period, or yeah, in the third period, or something like that. It was Star scored three of their last four shots. Oh wow! Yeah. Like holy crap, on Vasilevsky, the, you're the best goal in the league, am I right? Yeah, he looked a little, uh, little shaken in that game one, and because we were beating that ass so hard. Shots were uh, 36-20 in favor of Tampa. Uh, hits were 56-50 for Tampa. I think in the first period we all shot them 5-4 or 6-5. Yeah. Uh, Tampa would get twice as many penalties, 16 to 8 minutes. Uh, hey, yeah. that's something I, I brought up a couple times is the Stars need to work on their discipline. Yeah, I mean, counting that, that Pat Maroon shot at the bench in the second uh, period. That was yeah. 10 minutes. 10 yeah. minutes, yeah, so... Uh, I, it's pretty obvious for uh, Tampa that Shen and Maroon are going to be their agitators. Mm-hmm. So I think we did a good job. Uh, we almost actually took Shen out of the out of the playoffs in that first period. Yeah, <laughs> he got hit he got pretty hit, solid. He got hit real hard. And uh, man, what's his name? I just had it. Coleman. Coleman's a pretty big agitator. Too. Yeah, he, Lord. He, and he got uh, Coleman got a couple penalties that game. Uh, two that I know of. Right. I think so. Yeah, quite, kind of a quiet game for Maroon. If that's their biggest guy, I think we're good. Uh, he's uh, definitely not the impactful presence that Reeves was in the West Finals. No, and we put Reeves to rest. Yeah. Um, the big news of the night, uh, Heinz took a skate uh, at the end of the second period, or took a puck to the skate mm-hmm. at the end of the second period, did not return. Uh, he was crossing the ice to cover somebody else, kind of caught him off the guard. Uh, but I'm hearing reports that he's going to be starting game two. He is going to be in game two later on tonight. And uh, Foxa, Johns, and Bish are still out, still unfit to play, which kind of brings me to my next little thing. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, you know our buddy Jake. Yeah. He asked me, "What do you think? What do you think Bish has to say about all this going on?" Hmm. Uh, what I have to say about it is. Please, Dobby, keep going. <laughs> keep going. Go, Stars. Give me that championship. Mm-hmm. You know, look, Jake, let me let me tell you this, buddy. Bishop is not in a bad mood right now. When you're in the Stanley Cup Finals, you got your backup guy going, hey, man, don't worry. I got you. And he's just playing the way he's playing. Bish doesn't give a shit what's going on. He, he played his heart out throughout this whole... Season played that one uh, really crappy period or half a period, I guess. Yeah, and he just they just want to win. That's all it is a team effort. Yeah, I think I, there's definitely a competitiveness in every professional athlete that says put me in there, but uh, I think there's also a respect level among goalies that when when they're, they're willing to acknowledge when a goalie's outperforming them. Yeah, and he's Bishop is definitely tipping his cap to Hudobin in this series. Absolutely, and, it wouldn't, and honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if Bish kept saying, hey, I'm, I'm still unfit to play because I think that would put a little pressure on uh, Bonus to put him in. But the way, the way 
Doby's been playing, you, there's no reason to take him out. There's no reason to do anything like that. Just keep him in or ride him. He's been playing phenomenally. Keep him in unless he gets hurt, which I swear to God, if he gets hurt, I will blow this whole planet up. Like, the <laughs> entire world. I mean, you think Russia is a force to be reckoned with? I will blow this whole place up. Mm. Russia and North Korea got nothing on me. I will go on a <laughs> rampage. So, while you're on the subject of uh, Hudobin, let me uh, fire off some stats for you uh, casual fans. Hudobin? Sure. <laughs> uh, Anton Hudobin has a career 918 save percentage in 218 NHL games. Uh, he has a 923 save percentage in last season's 41 games. A 930 save percentage in this season's 30 games. And all of a sudden, non-Dallas fans know who he is because of the playoffs. Yeah, This guy is no surprise to anybody in, in Dallas. This guy's a stud. He's been for years. His 14th year in the NHL. Uh, yeah, he had, I think, one starting job. Yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys just now figuring out who he is? I say, wake the hell up, man. This guy's been here the whole time. Uh, Absolutely. I, I went up when we, we, uh, we signed you, Dovin. I was like, man, that is easily the best backup you can have. I mean, there's there's no, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. I don't care who you are. This guy is going to be. I mean, if, if Bishop goes out, which can get hurt like he usually does, we got Hudobin, and what a freaking gem he's been. You'd have to go back to like 2010, 2011 Kings when Carey Price was backing up quick to have another solid one-two punch like Dallas has. Uh, Here's another fun one for you. Hudobin's 22 saves in the third period were the most by any goaltender in a single Stanley Cup final period since the expansion in 1967. Wow. Uh, he's also the only, or he's only the third goalie in NHL history to make as many saves in a single playoff period. So it's been done before, just not in the final like he did in the okay. third period. Uh, he had, like I said before, he had 35 saves, 972 save percentage in game game one. That's that's Con Smythe written all over. This guy's walking him out. Yeah, that would have been a hundred freaking. Yeah, the only goal is off the defenseman's or your forward skate. Yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you let one of those go by, cool man. You're still doing your job and you're doing fantastic. Yeah. Um, you let some mishap happen, cool. I mean, you don't let it happen, but a mishap happened and it got by you. You didn't mess up. You're doing great. Yeah. For you guys listening who are uh, just a little bit, like, just tuning in now just because it's Dallas. You know, stars! You, yeah. Oh, I'm a Stars fan? Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of bandwagoners. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that, by the way. Jump on. We'll, we'll take you where you got to go. So, a little background on these guys who have been doing it all playoff long. Merrill Heiskanen. Leads defenseman with 23 points. He's got five goals, 18 assists. And is it Heiskanen or Heiskanen? I call him Heiskanen. I do too, but I keep hearing Haskinen, so... Eh, I think Haskinen is actually the right way to say it. <laughs> only if you, if you want to keep saying Hudobin, I'm going to get you on the Haskinen. Well, the only reason I correct you on Hudobin is because I have in print that Anton Hudobin says. Okay, it's well... It's Hudobin. Well, I, I <laughs> it's Haskinen, and it is Haskinen. Haskinen, all right. All I was right. just trying to be nice about it. <laughs> all right, Haskinen. Uh, Victor Hedman leads the NHL defenseman in goals. He's got nine goals, six assists. Yeah, sure does. Um, he's closing in on some uh, history. He's uh, three goals behind the all-time leader, Paul Coffey, in NHL goals in the playoffs for, from a defenseman. 
Uh, Joe Pavelski, Dennis Gurrioff, and Braden Point are all tied with Hedman for nine goals. Uh, one one goal behind Bo Hobart. Hobart, sorry. Horvat. Sorry. You're doing, <laughs> you're doing great, buddy. <laughs> you're doing great. Uh, and then Plot's right behind with eight. Obviously, uh, the three leading point getters in the playoffs. Wow. Kucherov with 26. Braden Point with 25. Miro. Heiskanen? Heiskanen. Heiskanen. 23 points. Heiskanen. Shut up. <laughs> I say Heiskanen because it's spelled kind of like Heinz. Yeah. <laughs> Stars didn't touch. Uh... The ketchup fan over here. <laughs> <laughs> Stars didn't touch the, the Western Conference Champion Trophy, but the Lightning did. Mm-hmm. How many people do you think in Tampa are saying, why'd you touch it right now? Uh, probably zero, because no one knows about that tradition of not touching. I feel like if you've been watching, if you're a fan of the NHL, you know about it. Yeah, but man, there's a lot of a lot of Southerners that don't know anything about those traditions. Now, I gotta say, man, I liked the energy in the Tampa Bay Arena. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's I think there's diehard fans in Tampa, man. Well, yeah, I mean they they went the they won the cup a few years back, so 2004. God, was it that long ago? It was yeah. that long ago, man? Well, it's junior sure. in high school. Right. Yeah, so was I. So was I. Martin St. Louis, Vincent LeCavier. Brad Richards. Yeah. And then, and then Star signed Brad Richards right after that. And Who was their goalie back then? Was it Happy Bullen? I can't remember the really I don't. Goalie. I don't remember, man. I remember play, that was the year I played NHL on my PC, not a game console. Fun fact, PC. Get, I can't wait for this one. You get way more in depth. Uh, and on the on the PC version of NHL, they have like you get to set game tickets. Uh, all the all you, you actually got to upgrade from like a bus to a plane. And your team had more energy the more you upgraded your team's travel. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was way way more intense. Like that is a fun fact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just bringing you back to a little masturbating high schooler. <laughs> Fervently, just anyways. <laughs> here's another. Uh, so, for all for everybody out there who believes in superstition, uh, let's talk about uh, what number one. Do you touch or do you not touch the trophy? You don't touch. You don't, you don't touch. You don't touch. Now, you win everything. Then you can touch everything you want. All right. Do you know where that started? I actually don't. Started from the Flyers. Crap. Nineteen ninety. Five, I believe. Really? You can call me out if I'm wrong. Yeah. Started in 1995, the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, they said, why celebrate when the job's not done? So that's, that's where it started. From, from Since then, they never, which of course they go on to lose. But <laughs> Well, damn it. <laughs> since then, about about half the teams touch, half the teams don't. Yeah. Um, just depends on superstition or not. Speaking about superstition, you see uh, Sergeyev and uh, Tyler Sagan starting off game one. Oh yeah, Sagan, uh, Sergeyev waited till the end uh, to be the last one on the ice. Uh, Sagan came running back out, did a quick little skate. And yeah, out. yeah. Sagan started walking down the tunnel to psych him out, and then his uh, I don't know what you call those people on the side, assistant coaches or just equipment guys. What, whatever. They, they basically waved Sagan with Sergeyev went in the tunnel. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. That's, uh, that's one of my favorite things is Sagan being the last guy on the ice because sometimes you know he'll go to the other guy that likes to do the same thing. Yeah, rock paper scissors for it. 
It's yeah. always fun to watch that the AAC. Yeah, PK Subban tried Subban tried to get him one time. Uh, it's pretty funny. I think Sagan was launching pucks at him from the other <laughs> That's a fun fun tradition, man. I like it. Yeah, it's cool. uh, I I was always kind of superstitious in uh, the fact that I was too lazy to wash my pads. <laughs> uh, but uh, here, here's another uh, something kind of interesting going on in, going on into this series. Uh, 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 Corey Perry. Can you guess anything interesting about this guy? <sighs> He's one of two stars players to win the cup. That, and also he could be the sixth player in NHL history to go 13 plus years in between Stanley Cups. Really? You got the other guys on there? Um, I got the top two big names that I think you'd recognize. Oh, I don't want to hear it. Oh, you don't want to hear it? I'm no. skipping on. Uh, uh, Mark Recchi. <laughs> you ever heard of him? Who? Mark Recchi. Mark Recchi? Yeah. Legion of Doom, Philadelphia Flyers. Okay. Played with John LeClaire, Eric Lindros. I know some of those guys. Yeah, he went, those guys. He ended up going 15 years in between Stanley Cup victories. There you go. He'd win it with the Flyers, and he'd win it 15 years later with uh, the Carolina Hurricanes in 2004. Or 2005, sorry. Uh, Chris Chelios. Ever heard of him? <laughs> I definitely know that guy. Uh, also, he went 16 years in between Stanley Cups. That's weird. It's pretty impressive. I think uh, he won... God. It was I want to say 88, 89 with Edmonton or something like that. And then he would go on to win it with uh, Detroit Red Wings. Sorry. I, I know for sure the Red Wings. I just... I don't know anything about before that. Because uh, I think it was Edmonton. Uh, it's a, yeah, I was a, just a tyke when all that was going on, you know? Yeah, I was pissing and shit in my, my diapers. Uh, <laughs> well, well, what else is new? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing has changed. Uh, and also, Pat Maroon also has a chance to be part of a top 10 NHL history. Uh, he, if Tampa Bay wins the Stanley Cup, he'll be the eighth player to win back-to-back with different teams. Yeah. Uh, Marion Host is the one that comes to mind <laughs> as far as as far as recent years. Uh, uh, what was the team before he went to the Blackhawks? He was on the Redmonds. Was it? Yeah. Okay. That's right. That's right. Uh, I, I mostly just remember him as a, as a Blackhawk. And yeah. He actually switched teams three years in a row. Did he? Yeah. He went from... Uh, no, he was, he was on the Red Wings, went to Pittsburgh, went to Blackhawks. That's Late. Not, yeah. Um, and he lost, yeah. <laughs> I think he he actually, he switched a lot. He lost two two times. I think he, I think he was on Detroit and they lost to Pittsburgh. Then he went to Pittsburgh and they lost with, uh, they lost to Detroit. <laughs> yeah. And he would move on to Blackhawks and win. So maybe he's not, maybe he didn't do back to back. But I don't know. Well, dude, because that whole time back then, that's whenever I was, I was watching hockey, but I wasn't, Die hard into it. I was like, hell yeah, I can watch hockey again. I, I remember hockey. And then, you know, I just, I didn't follow anything. I didn't know any of the players. So it took me a while to get into everything. Yeah. You know. So I got one last, uh, well, that's not true. I got two more, two more things for you. Yeah. Oh, right. man. Uh, Rick Bonus and John Cooper. Oh, yeah. Uh, coach, assistant coach. Yeah. There, uh, Rick Bonus was on John Cooper's coaching staff for five seasons. It's the first time in NHL history a head coach and assistant will go head to head in the uh, Stanley Cup final. Yeah, pretty, pretty it's wild. Pretty cool. Yeah. It's wild, wild stuff. I mean, a hundred and 
what, 130 years into the sport, I'm surprised we're still having firsts. <laughs> well, I mean, let's see, it was a uh, hundred years of just NHL, a couple years, like last year, two years ago, something like that. Because they had the whatever league it was. Ah, crap, that other league that Hal played in, came back. You know what I'm talking about? Mm. It was a, so it's been. So they have like 102 years of just NHL right now, or 101, something like that. They're, they have the centennial of just the. Yeah, the Stanley Cup's been uh, the 1890s. Stanley Cup's been out there for a long time. Yeah, but for but the original NHL, six was like the 1920s. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So whatever yeah. they called it before, I think. Yeah, I don't know what they called it before the NHL. Yeah, yeah. there is something I can't remember what it is right now. We we'll sidebar for Kevin's corner in a future week. No, Kevin's corner. Okay, yeah, Kevin's corner means stuff I got right or stuff I can talk about that's accurate. Mm. What Kevin got wrong, that's, that's, <laughs> that's going to be a segment that lasts a lot longer. <laughs> For sure. I got, I, you know, I saw a video this morning of uh, Stammer skating around the ice. Yeah, uh, so they're saying that he's, he's skating, there's no timetable on his return yet. I kind of feel like he might come back in if, you know, there's, let's say the... The balls are down like 3-0, 3-1, whatever like that. It comes down to it. I think Stamer will come back in. And you know what? I welcome it because the dude's still hurt. It'll mess up chemistry. And, dude, that's just one more thing for us to whip their ass in. And I'm fine with that. Let's just say Steven Stamkos is, doesn't heal up in time. In time? In time. Okay. okay if but- you're Tampa Bay, do you put Steven Stamkos on the roster... And let him skate for one second. Just so he could have his name engraved in the trophy. Well, he played throughout the season, didn't he? Yeah, to be in the playoffs to get it on there. Do you? Yes. Man, how funny would that be if... And, and this... dude, no, I don't think they would, dude. Why, why would you... Well, hell, they might because they only, they only had... Uh... I've seen it done before. Because uh, they, 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 yeah. they, they only signed up a few forwards. Uh, games... Four, five, yeah. Against the Islanders, they only had a, a few forwards, and they yeah. almost they almost got ruined in that because point went out. Yeah, they went with like eleven defensemen in that game. Or something. <laughs> it wasn't eleven, <laughs> dude. It was a lot. They had, they had a bunch, but it was it was like fuck, I don't even remember, man. I'm not even gonna try to act like I know what I'm talking about on that exact uh, numbers, but and that yeah, they ended up pulling that off and. When I saw him out there with the uh, Prince of Wales Trophy, right? The Eastern yeah. Cup champion? Yeah, uh, He's out there. Yeah, the other Clarence or whatever. Yeah, Clarence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, good. I was like, Clarence. <laughs> Hopefully no one is this right. <laughs> Clarence Campbell Trophy's the worst. There it is. Yeah, there Prince it is. Prince of Wales is the East. Yeah. Uh, when I saw Stamkos out there, I, I immediately had like flashbacks to childhood, you know, and I started thinking about all these times that Big time players on teams are hurt, but their team finds a way to get them out there on the ice just so they can be a part of the victory. And uh, the big one, man, sticks out to me, Konstantinov. Yeah, Vladimir Konstantinov, man. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys a little history here. Do it. All right. Tell me what you think of this, Kevin. Um, probably nothing. <laughs> The 1997 Detroit Red Wings won the Cup for the first time in 42 years, sweeping the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah, I threw up a little bit. Threw up a little bit? I hate both teams. Ooh. 
Konstantinov, he was one of the best defensemen in the league. He was a runner-up to the Norris Trophy winner. His teammate, linemate, Nicholas Lindstrom, might have heard of him. Oh, yeah, uh, one of the best defensemen ever. So picture this. The team's got the two best defensemen in the league, Konstantinov, Lindstrom. First time in 42 years. You know, everybody thinks the Red Wings is a powerhouse. Uh, but really, it started started when they put the C on Eiserman. Uh But uh, anyway... Konstantinov, he's a prolific goal scorer. He's a hard-hitting player. He's, he's, he's just everything you'd want on your team. Uh, they go on. They went, they sweep the Flyers. Six days later after they win the Cup, Konstantinov was in a limo accident and had serious brain uh, brain damage. Damn. Never walked again, paralyzed. Uh, there was another teammate who suffered dam- uh, brain damage as well, but not as serious. And the team's masseuse was also in the limo. Uh the Detroit Red Wings would go on to the 97-98 season without their second-best defenseman on the team. And they would end up keeping all of his gear, his jersey, in the locker room the entire season. They fueled that as motivation to do a back-to-back Stanley Cup repeat. And they brought him on the ice. Uh, and Eisenman forget, like, went... You know, the tradition is the, the Stanley Cup goes to the captain of the team. Yeah. Eisenman made sure that it went to Konstantinov first. Badass. And they, the whole team wheeled him around the ice in a wheelchair. <laughs> so, that's, that's another, another thing we were, you know, we touched on a couple episodes ago. How great hockey players are as human beings. Yeah. The class above the rest, you know, for sure. And this guy being such a hard-ass player, too, man, you know, and... He had big hits, you know, and uh, just it's hard to compare him to players, you know, nowadays. There's, you know, picture Heiskanen, but like Heiskanen, Heiskanen, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, uh, I don't know who's been like Ryan Reeves' body. <laughs> That'd be sick. Dude. That's, that's what Konstantinov was. He played 446 games in the NHL, 47 goals, 128 assists. Uh, at 175 points, and he was a plus 185, <laughs> and he played all six of the seasons for the Detroit Red Wings with one, one. Actually, yeah, they actually counted him on that Stanley Cup, so two Stanley Cups. All right, so <laughs> hold on. You said he was a plus what? 185. 185. That's a defenseman. That's disgusting. That is just unreal. An absolute force on the ice. Yeah. Uh, now, also, th- th- those were really good Red Wings years. But he but, was the start of the good Red Wings. But still, I mean, yeah. that, that's, in- that's incredible. God, he, plus, that's- That 97 Stanley Cup by the Red Wings, that propelled them into the Red Wings that we know and hate now. <laughs> I mean, uh, not, not, the, not the team this year where they're terrible. Right. But from <laughs> but the ones that we, we all know and hate, if you've been following hockey for the last... From, Fuck, I don't know, 20 years? Yeah, from, from like 1994 to 2010. They were they were yeah. in there. Because, they, you know, they won a cup in 2009. Sure. Uh, but whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that for a fact, but... Yeah. You might, you might know that. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I know it wasn't... I, I want to say it was eight, but it might be nine. I don't know. It might be eight. I don't know. I'm not going to look it up. Cause I the Pittsburgh, because they went... Uh, I think it might have been the one of the only times in the modern era that... It was two teams going back to back, and it was Detroit versus Pittsburgh two years in a row. Okay, uh, I believe that was two thousand eight, two thousand nine. I'm looking that up right now, actually. But anyway, 
this guy, obviously, Steven Stamkos, uh, it's nowhere near the same storyline, but definitely got me thinking, like, what is this team going to do to get that guy on the ice? Oh, real quick, let me, uh, can I interject real quick? Sure. Mind? You brought up Nicholas Lindstrom. Yeah. Now, Lindstrom actually had a thing he said the other day where oh, yeah. uh, he thinks Miro Haskinen is a lot like Paul Coffey. You see that? Oh, yeah, I saw that. I think it's actually in my uh, Frozen Biscuit segment. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> that, uh, so okay. You, uh, when do you think the Red Wings won? I was thinking 2009. What is it? Well, Pins won 2009, Red Wings 2008. You're right, 2008. Was I right? I think I said 2009. You said, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we kept, I think you said, you said 2008. So, I, said, I said maybe 2009, but then, uh, but then you're like, oh, they put the pins going there. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. I think so, Red Wings won 2008, Penguins won 2009? Yeah, so I'll... I'll so that means Hosa was a Penguin, then went yeah. to the Red Wings. Okay. Then went yeah, to the Blackhawks. Black <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the Blackhawks were after that, yeah. yeah. And then once they got rid of Hosa, they won. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Baron Hosa, that sucks that he had to, had to get out of there. I, I love that guy. He was... He was such a great player. I'm just glad he did what's best for him towards the end of his career instead of staying in Ottawa the whole time. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. That's really... Uh, I just wanted to tip my cap to a, a, a legend of the 90s, Konstantinov. And uh, and let's see what Tampa does if they're going to put Stamkos out there. See if Dallas puts Johns out there. Uh, if I mean, right now, I don't, I'd don't. say don't do it just because he's still hurt, whatever. Let me ask you this. If you're up 5-1... to one, would you and there's five minutes left in the third period. He already, you, he already played the playoffs. He's would, fine. Would you? Yeah, he played against Calgary. He's fine. I was gonna say, would you put Ben Bishop in? But he said played also. But not in the Stanley Cup final. You don't have to be in the final. But give him a little bit. Fuck it, man. Don't look. What if? What? Give him a little bit. Give him a little bit. A little, Shut little, up, little, man. No, yeah. no, Roger, ride it, ride it out. Play what's best for you. Ensure that Stanley Cup victory. All right, I think that's going to conclude uh, episode six. Or yeah, you, you no, want to scream? You want to scream some more? No, I want to scream some more. You son of a bitch! Uh, yeah, I want to do a little Miro contract talk. Because, oh, all right, all right. Yeah, but let's uh, let's go ahead and end this segment. Uh, we can take a quick break, and then we will talk. Come right back and talk about the Miro stuff. All right. All right. So this uh, Miro Haskinen uh, contract. I saw somebody worried about this. There should be zero worries, all right? Why so, is that? Well, let me, let me break it down right now. Oh, break, 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 it down. break it down there, bud. All right, so one thing was, somebody was like, well, how much are we going to play Klingberg? How much are we going to pay uh, uh, Lindell? Well, let me tell you about this right now. All right. Lindell's locked up for, God, I don't even know how long. He did like five more, four or five more years, I think, something like that. No, he's locked up for a good while. What's Lindell making? Lindell is making 5.8 mil a season. That's not too bad. That's a lot, but. It's a lot, but. but not for a top four defenseman. No, he's, yeah. And he generally he's top two, you know, sitting out there with Klingberg. Klingberg's only making 4.25. Damn. Yeah, we got him at a steal. Yeah. Especially for a guy like that, which I know a lot of people are like, What's Trey Klingberg? Kling-? And you know, you know what? No, no, no. It, it's not Klingberg. They say it's Klingsberg. Klingsberg. They want to trade, right? Klingsberg. Klingsberg. <laughs> Klingsberg's. 
No one can get his name right. Jim Klingsberg. So, yeah. So, let me tell you. If you can't say his name right, don't talk about wanting to trade Klingberg. John Klingberg. John Klingberg is one of our best offensive defensemen. You know, he, he was our best until we got Miro. Yeah. So, here's the thing. He's only making 4.25. And he's a unrestricted free agent in 22-23 season. So, we got him for this year. Uh, this season. And next season, yeah, we got him this season, next season coming up. So we have two more seasons, okay? Uh, let's see, uh, Heiskanen, or Heiskanen, shit, sorry. What's his name? Hey, <laughs> it said you got him business. <laughs> <laughs> so we got him for 2021, still making just trash money for what, what he's worth. Yeah, uh, he's gonna he's gonna want a big contract, man. Yeah, I'm assuming he'll, he'll he'll want at least six mil, six or seven mil. I'm thinking more. I mean, dude, honestly, maybe, but let's let's just say he wants. Let's say he wants seven mil. Okay. The only thing we we got going is he's not Canadian, so he's not North American. Right. Which means he might be like, eh, I want to stay where I'm at. <laughs> so, well, I would assume, especially considering. Man, that's another thing I want to, I want to kind of get into, which is hard to do right now because we're in the middle of that Stanley Cup final. If the Stars win, if the Stars win the Stanley Cup, yes, he's going to get a huge pay raise, like probably 11 mil, 10, 11 mil. I, I put him at, um, I would say 8.5 over seven years. I'm great with that. I think I'm that's great. the kind of contract... Uh, Haskin is Hayskin. gonna get it. Yeah, dude, I'm solid with a 8.5 for seven years because that that contract's only gonna get better throughout the years. Because I mean, right now the guy the guy's only what he's 21 years old, right? Is that what I gotta get written down here? Yeah, no, he's yeah, he's 21. 21 year old. Sorry, I was doing this other thing. Stud, best defenseman on the team, and probably one of the best defensemen in the league. I would say, I honestly, I'm putting him in the top top three. Yeah, offensive defenseman. Yeah, just yeah, hands down, hands down. Yeah, uh, he's the biggest. Yeah, I mean, he's the biggest playmaking defenseman out there right now. You know. Uh. Yeah, and then uh, so everyone's like, "Oh, what are we gonna do? Are we on the salary cap for it?" Absolutely, and and you'll make room for him. <laughs> there's room for him. Trust me. Yeah. And so right now, let me let me short side you, and then I'll long side you. I guess if you wanna. I don't. Maybe. I don't know which angle you're coming at me with that. <laughs> hey, don't worry about <laughs> it. So short side. Your big thing is, and it's mostly what everyone, like what Stars fans want to do. You want to re-sign this guy for a long term, right? Yeah. So, so we got one more year with him making making less than a million dollars a year, right? Less than less than nine hundred million dollars a year. Nine hundred thousand dollars. Sorry, nine hundred thousand dollars. You're gonna want him locked up at least past his prime. And like 31, 32 years old. Let's lock him up past it, dude. <laughs> but defensemen last a lot longer than forwards. They do. They absolutely do. Yeah, but you don't you don't want to get into one of those Kolbachuk contracts, man. Yeah, but no. see, that's what I'm getting at. He's a forward though. Yeah. But the, I mean I mean hell, look at look at Drew Doughty. Look at uh uh Andy would, Green. Would would you with it, with inflation and everything and and you're seeing all the money coming in from other sports, would you sign a long term deal right now as an NHL player? Yes, like, well, like I'm talking like past seven years. Depends on how old you are, uh, the team you're going for. There's a lot of variables in that, man. I'm just curious. I mean, 
I mean, a long-term contract, you don't have to worry about, like... Are you talking about this year, sign? Yeah, well, I'm just saying next year. Next year... Yeah, the end of next year, we get... He's a free agent. He's a restricted free agent. Okay. But, I mean, you've seen other sports salaries jump up massively. Yeah. And I think uh, hockey's hockey's uh, ratings are are on the rise, honestly. They're on the rise, and a lot has to do with it being... You know, one of the least political sports out there. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I think a lot of people are t- tuning into hockey and golf more than ever these days. Uh, I'm, I'm just kind of wondering if, if the money is going to change a little bit for these guys. Man, kind of. You know, a lot of this has to do with uh, their contract. Uh, the contracts of... Uh, well, hell, I think NBC just... They signed a big NBC contract a year or two ago. Two mm-hmm. or three years ago, something like that. I can't remember exactly. I remember the contract going up, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we got a ton more money now." And I mean, really, yeah, it's, yeah you do. But then this whole COVID thing happened, and you know, hockey is going to be. I, I say the salary cap is going to be probably the exact same as it was last year. Uh, it's not going up at all because they're, it's going to eighty-one. Supposed to be. It's going up like a million dollars, basically. Yeah, so yeah. not much. You know, yeah. it's, it's not enough to make a difference. Yeah, you can scout, you, you can sign a draft pick at seven hundred thousand. That's about all you can do with it. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, so that kind of goes with what I'm getting at is so next, so next year, uh, at the end of next year, what, what do we have? So what, we need to resign Hastenin, right? At the end of next year. Right. Okay. This after the playoffs. Let's, let's just say. Uh, let's say best case. Um, no, I can't do that. Let's say the cheapest we get him is is eight mil, right? Okay. Let's say cheapest we get him is eight mil. All right. We're still good. We're still good on that. I mean, that's a it's a pretty much a seven million dollar raise for the guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's seven more million dollars that we're out of uh, cash space. So here's what I'm getting at with this. At that time, uh, Hugh Dovin is there's no way we're going to re-sign him. We don't Robin's have a cap We don't have to, we, don't, we just don't. Unless there's unless we can somehow get rid of that um, uh, Ben Bishop tr- uh, deal, which he's only making almost five mil a season, which is great. You know, he's still a great player. He's still a great goalie. Is Martin Hansel off the comp? Ha- Hansel is off. The only thing that we have on him, the only thing that we're, we're dealing with right now is the... Distribution contract, and that's for next season. That's okay. for less than half a million. Okay, that's nothing. So that's that's not too bad. But so, what's Radulov's contract? Radulov, uh, his contract. He's an unrestricted free agent in twenty two, twenty three. Same year. And let's see, where was he at? Like four point. No, so so it's it's the year after. The year after he's a restricted free agent. Oh shit! All right. So uh, so we can we can still we can still work that in because the, you go hey trade uh, well you can trade or or you can say hey we're paying you th- this we much can give a low amount first year yeah you, yeah, yeah. You, you, can, you can mess around with that contract and go hey we'll we'll pay you pay you five mil this year yeah and then you're nine mil or eight mil whatever right. and then we'll pay you. Yeah, nine mil the next year, nine the next, nine the next, and then eight the rest, right? Right, right. Uh, and, and I'm sure that'd be fine. I'm sure that, I'm sure he wouldn't have any complaints about that. And going and going just kind of with that, all the people coming off the con- off contracts that he is due for contract here. Yeah, no uh, Cogliano, Como, 
Uh, Dickinson's restricted free agent. We'll re-sign him. He'll, he'll go up a couple... Man, let's put him at like two, three mil because right now he's making one point five. Let's put him at two, three. Yeah. Let's uh, kind of see how. We'll see what next year goes, and we can really figure that out. All right. Uh, Justin Dowling, unrestricted free agent that year. Uh, he's he's twenty nine right now, so he'll be thirty. Go thirty one going in. I, I like Dowling, but dude, probably not not resigning him. Not not with the forwards that we have coming up, which is uh, you know we got Rhett Gardner, we got Kiparante. Uh, Raleigh Tufte or Tuf Tuft? Oh man, I don't, I still don't know how to say that guy's name. Uh, the guy we signed a few years ago. Dowling's numbers are the kind of guy you you would expect to be like twenty years old. Yeah, They're like thirty years old, dude. I, I, this is who you're gonna be. So yeah, I mean, he's still he's, he's a good player. It's just he's a good player, but he, it, it really depends on how our our our, our what, prospects what, come up. Yeah. It depends on our salary cap. What's our uh, bottom six looking like? Exactly. But along with that bottom six, though, we got Esperance, we got Kamano, Nick Kamano, we got Jason Robertson all coming in there. These are all young guys, man. What, what was and, that one guy, La Esperance? Or uh, Esperance? Is that how you say? Uh, La Esperance. Or La Esperance. I would say La Esperance. Okay. I don't know. It's probably something pretty different. solid, too, man. I, I like yeah. him. I like him. He just needs a little bit more experience, honestly. Yeah. I'm glad they went with Kibi instead of that guy in the playoffs, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, Esperance, or Esperance, or Esperance, whatever, guys. Look, don't, don't judge me on the talking of how I say people's names. <laughs> we'll have a whole, you know, we got a whole segment on what Kevin got wrong. <laughs> I don't want to add that to it. Yeah, wait till I butcher uh, the number one draft pick's name. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um... Yeah, we got we got plenty of cap room coming up, so don't worry about Miro hastening, uh, getting his thing. You know, Alexiak, he's due the same year. Uh, Stephen Jones due for the same year. And let me ask you, you think we'll resign Stephen Jones with all the injuries he's been I having? He was not a chance. I would. Man, he's really good. It's just good for him. I need someone there. Exactly. He's he's exactly. the best. He's he's like that worker you have working for you, who calls in every Friday. <laughs> right. And that's stuff. Uh, he you know he'll do a great job while he's there. But yeah. Fuck. Can you get him out there? I love Stephen Jones. I'm a, I'm a Stephen Jones fan. Yeah. He's a great I, great guy, great player. But I'm not counting on him. I, man, and I hate that. I love him so much. I just some guys I, some guys and, and honestly, you got to get to a point where you're doing him a favor. Yeah. Hey, buddy, take care of your family. Be yeah. healthy. Uh, you know. well, well, I think this this other injury is lower body, right? Yeah. So I mean, you're not you don't want to be that guy that's forty using a cane to walk around. And well, look, look, well, dude, I'm just glad it's on his head this time. Yeah. That took forever, and that was that was so bad. I was really worried about him, especially with you know the match, and I thought he was going to win the match then. Yeah, I mean, this year. I I would uh, I would take him out. I I wouldn't. It's it's a business. I know I know that a lot of these guys are real tight with each other, and and you know you know your teammates, you're like family. But this guy, uh, he's at that point where it's it's better for him to not play professional hockey. And uh, yeah, honestly, I think if he goes all next season, yeah, uh, plays plays eighty two games. Or let's shit. Let's say he plays seventy games. Yeah, seventy games. They'll, they'll resign him for another. Two if he if he can turn it around, yeah, drink some drink some milk. <laughs> Well, um, dude, dude, no, dude, that that brain thing was not about drinking milk, man. <laughs> this this was an actual injury. This happened. Uh, 
you know, with his, I think his lower, lower body thing in the playoffs, but his head, I don't care how much milk you drink, dude, your, your brain can only do so much. All I'm saying is there's, there's an assistant spot for Johns on the team somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I, I, he wouldn't be the first time that an organization found a spot for him to keep him employed. Especially, but, especially considering we got we got Thomas Harley coming in. Yeah, we got uh, Ben Gleason, Hanley, Bay Ruther, and Dylan Hellerington. So yeah, I mean, keep him employed, keep him out of danger, take care of the guy, and yeah, we'll see what happens with that guy. But well, all I'm saying is, guys, if you're worried about, do we have the cap space for for Miro? Yeah, we have tons of cap space for that guy, especially. If you want to think about, we're not, we're not, we don't have a our backup goalie. It's gonna be Jake Ottinger. That's what's gonna happen. They they've been playing on this since we, so we got so in the draft we we got uh, Miro Haskinen. Keep doing that hype, <laughs> but Haskinen we got Miro Haskinen, and then a few picks later, I want to say it was at ten, we got Jake Ottinger. I could be wrong on ten, but whatever. It was a few picks later we got we got Jake Ottinger, and he's top rated goalie in that draft. And he, you know, you guys saw earlier, he had all five saves of that third period we had. And he's he's a good goalie. Uh, he just needs more NHL experience. And dude, we've got him for a few more years, so we can sign him for a low, 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 and be fine. Don't worry. We have Vero for his entire life. Have him his whole life. We are good. Yeah, you, Miro's one of two players on this entire roster I would not move. Uh, you know, every, everybody's expendable. These guys are all cogs in a chain. Miro and uh, Gurionov, you guys are going to hear these names in Dallas forever. Long <laughs> time, but but let me ask you, because you are a Heinz uh, sea sucker over here. Oh, yeah, I love Robert Heinz. <laughs> yeah, so you yeah. like one of two. Oh, my God, you think we might move Rupe one day. Um. Uh, I think I think Rope is uh, he's movable, but I would say Radulov, Sagan, Ben, Foxa, Dickinson, Cagliano, and Klingberg, Lindell are guys I would move before I move Rope. <laughs> all right, I I, can, I cannot agree with that at all, at There's, all. Uh, it, now, yes, it, we're in the Stanley Cup Finals. And you want to be loyal to your veterans, but there's a part of a GM that has to look past this year. I know, and that's not it. My thing is, I think Rope is a. I think Rope is emerging as a leader that a lot of people aren't seeing. And yes, he's not getting it done on the offensive side, even though he's getting a lot of assists. Mm-hmm. He's blocking shots. He's he's on the penalty kill. He's a voice in the locker room. Okay. So we'll see. Hey. Cool. I mean, I you know, and, and I agree with that. But I, I, I am a bigger I fan. Fucking of your... disagree, hundred <laughs> percent. I, I would move Rupe over almost. You would move Rupe over Tyler Sagan. Yeah, I wouldn't. And you know why? Okay, Sagan. Why? Sa- <laughs> okay. Why? You know what? Tell me why. Because of 2011. No, <laughs> no, not because of the boss who won the cup. Then. Why? I don't care about that right now. Why? Because I feel... Why? Go ahead. God, would you let me talk? Because the puck went off his fucking skin. No, no, because... Oh, my God. You're the worst. Why? Because I don't see Sagan on the penalty kill. He was. When? 
I can't tell you right now, but right. I know he will. Look really <laughs> yeah, I, I see Rope every penalty kill. Good job. Good job. Yeah. Look out for Segs. I like Tyler Sagan. Don't get yeah, it wrong. Yeah, Sagan's been hurt. I'm telling you. That's probably why he's not out there for that. He was on the penalty kill for uh, during this regular season. I don't ah, know, shut man. Shut up. I don't know, man. Look, look. Move Rope more because you move Rope because he probably has a higher. It's uh, a way harder trade value than Tyler Sagan. Then do it. No. <laughs> I, yes, I, I say keep Segs. Depends on what you get back. What is that? What, what's well, Dallas, duh. What's no Dallas, shit. What's Dallas Dallas God. What is Dallas missing really now? What's <laughs> missing the backhand from Kevin to Josh's face <laughs> right now. Christ well, Almighty. You know what they're missing right now is a fucking solid starting goalie after Doby walks. Because if you think you're riding Bishop to the Stanley Cup Finals, I'm sorry, man. No, <laughs> no, he'll be hurt again. That, that's why I want Jake Ottinger. Well, not why I want he, he, Jake Ottinger is going to be our backup next year. Now, if you told me, if you came to me and said, Josh, we're going to trade Rope Hints for the draft pick that's going to select Askarov. Hints? Hint? No, it is Hints. God right. damn it. Fuck! Sorry, <laughs> right. I'm drinking. I just want to correct you guys that, but I'm wrong. Get on, get on, get on. Can we zoom these? <laughs> no. Listen, man. <laughs> you know what, Kevin? No. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Welcome to everybody else's world. So, listen, anyway. I'm a Rope Hints fan. Kevin is a Sagan sucker. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, get over it. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. If we play one-on-one NHL 20, I'm picking Hints. And you, you can take Sagan and I'll put you in the fucking wall. You, fine. Go ahead. <laughs> Try it out. Uh... That's it. So I guess we're about done with this. Uh, I just want to say again, like I've said like four times already, we will re-sign Hein... Damn it! Josh, got Heinz in my head. Re-sign Haskinen. We're going to re-sign Rope Hens Ketchup. I'm going to throw up everywhere and just so oh, piss. damn it, dude. Tell me that guy should not have green ketchup out there. <laughs> Anyways, go stars. Uh... Haskinen, don't worry, Stars fans. He's, he will be re-signed. So, quit fretting about it. If it, uh, Next episode, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. So, stick with it, and there it is. All right, guys. Yeah, tune into the next episode. Shout out to Florida Mike. Your Tampa Bay Lightning suck. And oh. sh- shout out to Valerie. Uh, number one fan. Number one fan. <laughs> also, shout out to Jake for uh, the... Awesome question. I got more questions coming up in the next episode. All right, again, folks.